Heal Thyself Using a Holistic Approach with Dr. Eric Madrid. Welcome to today's podcast. Today we're going to discuss 13 pillars of health, so stay tuned. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to today's podcast. So I've been back in the United States for about seven days now. I was in the Philippines, and I've been dealing with jet lag this whole week. So if you've not had the uh, the uh, fortune to travel uh, across 15 time zones and uh, feel jet lag, um, you're really missing out. But a lot's happened over the last uh, few weeks. Uh, some of you may have noticed my podcast has made it into Apple's uh, top 10 health podcast. So thank you very much to everybody who's been listening. Uh, also, we hope that if you enjoy this podcast, please visit uh, the uh, Apple um, podcast store or um, app and please provide some feedback and some five-star reviews for our podcast. Now we're just trying to build up the reviews. Uh, and that would be very helpful. So in today's podcast, um, you know, we're going to basically discuss the top 13 pillars of health. So this is information that I actually provide on a handout to my patients. And I've been doing this over the last probably 10 years in an attempt to just optimize my patient's health. Unfortunately, in medicine, we don't always have the time that we would like to spend with patients. Most people know uh, when they go to the doctors, they get maybe 15 minutes if they're lucky, maybe 20 at the most. And a lot of times there's a lot of information that needs to be covered and this cannot always be done during that time period. So over the years, I've developed a handout and this is kind of like a a cheat sheet, a one page uh, handout that is um, full of information on the front and the back. And I give this information to my patients so that they can focus on it, study it and ultimately just become advocates for their own health right as a doctor my job is not only to educate but also to empower and empower my patients to uh, begin the journey on their own and to seek out wellness or health wellness and just overall improve their life Uh, and I don't you know if you think about it if you see your doctor even three times a year you're only spending maybe 45 minutes with him or her and the other uh, you know 365 days of the year you're really going to be not with your doctor and this you know is the time that you need to uh, really focus on your own health and start educating yourself so let's go ahead and just start talking about these top 13 pillars and I'm going to kind of just go through them one through 13 so you can fast forward if you want to and you know if you want to kind of get to the end but otherwise you know Stay tuned, and here we go. So the first thing that I usually recommend is, number one, eat more fruits and vegetables, right? Too many of us, we're eating a lot of junk food. We really need to eat foods that die, foods that have a limited shelf life, foods that are not full of preservatives. Uh, Fruits and vegetables can be more expensive, especially if you don't eat them, because they go to, you know, they'll spoil quickly. But in the long term, that will save you a lot of money, right? And by that, I mean you're less likely to develop cancer, 
diabetes, have heart attacks. Uh, so there's definitely a big advantage to having a high consumption of fruits and vegetables. I usually recommend aiming towards seven to 10 servings per day. Unfortunately, a lot of people don't get to that, but even if you fall short, you're gonna be at five servings per day, right? Eat a carrot, have a banana, uh, apple, oranges, a handful of grapes and berries, right? These are gonna be real important. Um, the other thing I usually recommend is to eat beans, right? Uh, pinto beans, black beans, kidney beans. Uh, have a salad every day. You know, make sure it's not just iceberg lettuce, but includes spinach and kale. Eat all you want, right? No one ever overeats when it comes to salads. Uh, however, you should limit your salad dressing because a lot of the salad dressings out there are full of sugar. I usually recommend oil and vinegar. That's the best and probably the healthiest option. Um, and if you increase your consumption of fruits and vegetables, this will help you to ultimately stay full and lose weight, right? Um, these foods also will help lower blood pressure. If you have high blood pressure, I would recommend looking into what is called the DASH diet. And DASH stands for Dietary Approaches to Stop Hypertension. The other thing that you would probably want to look at are what um, the Environmental Working Group calls the Clean 15 and the Dirty Dozen, and I've done a podcast on this. But if possible, try to purchase organic fruits and vegetables. Some of them uh, is, are more important to buy organic than others. Uh, but again, listen to my uh, Clean 15 and Dirty Dozen uh, podcast to try to uh, figure out which um, fruits and vegetables you should buy organic and which ones you, that really doesn't matter. The second pillar of health is read food labels. This is vital. Too many people do not read food labels. You may be a little confused on how to read them. Uh, practice makes perfect, so continue to read them. And don't assume that because a food says this is healthy or it's fat-free or sugar-free that it's good for you. So get in the habit of reading food labels. Ideally, you want to eat foods that have no labels, right? So fruits, vegetables generally do not have labels. And if the uh, food does have a label, it's probably a processed food. So again, be careful uh, with you know foods that have labels. And if they do have them, make sure you read them. The third pillar of health is that I tell patients is avoid white powders, right? Avoid white powders. So no white breads, no white sugar, no white flour, obviously avoiding drugs is also important, but uh, you know, white breads, white sugars, white flour, all these things are processed, they're bleached, uh, they don't exist in nature as white flour, okay? These are bleached um, foods and generally are fortified back with minimal nutrients. If you must eat bread, uh, eat whole ground wheat bread. I usually avo uh, recommend avoiding white pastas you should use a brown whole grain pasta or even a vegetable pasta, which uh, now are more easily available. Uh, these have lower glycemic indexes and will help prevent your blood sugar from spiking. And when your blood sugar spikes, your insulin spikes and elevated insulin will lead to weight gain. So again, avoid white powders. And personally, in my opinion, those with diabetes should simply avoid breads and pastas altogether, or at least eat rarely. My fourth pillar of health I, um, is one leg is best, okay? And what do I mean by that? Michael Pollan, the New York Times bestseller, has a book called Food Rules. I highly recommend that if you've not yet read it. But in that book, he states, 
eat food with one leg. And by that, he references uh, plants and vegetables. So eat food with one leg, more so than foods with two legs, such as chicken and turkey, and more so than food with four legs, cows and pigs. So again, focus primarily on a plant-based diet. Uh, There's some studies, you know, controversial, it's controversial, you know, that whether or not red meat may increase risk for cancer. This may be due more to uh, the hormones that are in it. So, you know, hormone-free grass-fed beef is probably a better option if you're going to be consuming meats. Uh, Otherwise, uh, you know, turkeys and poultry or turkey, uh, chicken, you know, which are poultry are a better option. And again, grass-fed or uh, or free-range, I should say, and organic uh, food-fed poultry is a better option. Uh, fish, eat fish. Fish has no legs, right? Once or twice a week. As studies show that those who consume fish have a 52% reduction in fatal heart arrhythmias or basically dangerous heartbeats. So again, just really focus um, on your foods and plant-based should be at the top with fish, poultry, and uh, red meat at the bottom. The fifth health pillar that I recommend is avoid soda. Okay, this, uh, we've gone crazy in this country and all over the world. All right, one 12, one 12 ounce can of soda has between 7 to 10 teaspoons of sugar and up to 100 and 150 calories. Uh, a 32 ounce soft drink can, has up to 400 calories and 30 teaspoons of sugar, right? And if, if you can't really envision what 30 teaspoons of sugar is, Go to your sugar bowl, get out a spoon, and take out 30 teaspoons. This will really put things in perspective. Um, so obviously the solution is to drink diet soda, right? Well, not necessarily. Diet soda has aspartame in it, which uh, also is known as NutraSweet. And studies have shown that aspartame can increase your appetite, uh, stops your body from feeling full. So basically it blocks the satiety signal and even diet soda may actually lead to weight gain. So again, make sure you're um, you know, drinking more water, which is really the solution. And you know, if you're drinking juices, be careful because uh, a lot of these juices have high fructose corn syrup. Uh, and if you're giving your kids drinks, you have to pay attention to this as well because there's a ton of, um, uh, of sugar in these drinks. And if you drink, you know, be cautious if you're drinking energy drinks as a caffeine level in them can be uh, dangerous for many people. Uh, generally recommend staying away from energy drinks um, and uh, especially for children. Uh, and if you really must have soda, you know, do it very rarely. And, um, and there's also some uh, soda drinks, soda pops out there on the market that have stevia as a sweetener. So that might not be a bad idea. The sixth uh, pillar of health that I recommend is cook your food, right? The more you cook, as opposed to eating fast food, the healthier your food will be. Uh, Consider using coconut oil if you're gonna be cooking at high temperatures or olive oil if you're gonna be cooking at low temperatures. Uh, Avoid vegetable oil and lard as that's not really good for you. And, um, but you know, cook your food more, teach your children how to cook really important or otherwise we're creating a generation of young people who simply go to fast food you know two to three times a day and this, and this is going to be catastrophic uh, to their health in the future number seven is limit or avoid dairy 
Dairy may actually increase you know, your risk for prostate cancer and breast cancer for those con- who consume the highest amounts. If you must have cow's milk, make sure you're drinking organic milk only. Uh, cow's milk is really made for baby cows, right? And it helps them become big cows. Humans are the only uh, species, so to speak, that will actually drink another animal's milk. Uh, and, and we do it well beyond the weaning period. Not to mention bloating, chronic diarrhea, asthma, seasonal allergies, post-nasal drips are all uh, frequently can be made worse by those who drink milk on a regular basis. Uh, So, and if you're not sure whether or not you should eliminate it, then eliminate, uh, you know, milk from your diet for about two weeks and see how, uh, how you feel. And if you're, you know, a lot of times people's symptoms will improve. Alternatives to cow's milk would include almond milk, rice milk, uh, cashew milk, or even soy milk. Uh, The eighth recommendation or the eighth uh, thing you can do for, uh, you know, the eighth pillar of health is avoid high fructose corn syrup and trans fats. High fructose corn syrups provide a lot of calories and are used to sweeten thousands of foods, including breads and, and drinks, soda drinks and juices. I recommend avoiding these. Uh, from your diet as they will significantly contribute to weight gain. Also, avoid anything that has trans fats, right? So you really, again, this goes back to our uh, to our second pillar where you need to read food labels, but you want to avoid trans fats, and the label would state specifically that the food item being consumed has hydrogenated oils or partially hydrogenated oils. So when you see those terms, that's actually a code for trans fats. And we know that trans fats can damage your arteries, lead to clogged arteries, increase your risk for heart attack and strokes. Uh, ironically, as long as a specific food has a um, less than 0.5 grams of trans fats per serving, the uh, um, food can actually be labeled as having no trans fats. However, this is very disingenuous as if you have two servings of that food, you will actually consume one gram of trans fats. So again, make sure you're reading the labels. The ninth pillar of health is going to be drink more green tea and it's okay to drink coffee as well. But uh, green tea helps to burn fat, lower blood pressure, helps prevent cancer, heart disease, and strokes. Consider drinking one to three cups per day. If you drink coffee, that is fine. Again, I've done a a podcast a couple months ago on the health benefits of coffee. However, if you are drinking coffee, you want to avoid adding all the sugar and creamer, and that really will negate any of the health benefits. Uh, Black coffee does take a while to get used to if you're um, not used to drinking it, but it does have zero calories. And if you drink it for a week or two, your palate will change and you will actually start to enjoy it. Uh, And coffee does have many health benefits, including uh, lowering risk for diabetes, cancer, Alzheimer's disease, and even Parkinson's disease. Uh, The 10th recommendation has to do with alcohol. Uh, If you do not currently drink, I do not recommend starting. If you do drink, uh, men, you should limit your drink to no more than two drinks per day, and women should have no more than one drink per day. Uh, Consuming drinks more so, uh, you know, drinking more than this amount increases your risk for liver disease and diabetes. And for women, even an increased risk for breast cancer. Again, I've done a previous uh, podcast on uh, alcohol, so you may want to listen to that if you want more information. The 11th 
pillar of health is sleep uh, adequately, right? You want to get at least six hours per night, preferably seven or eight. Those who sleep less than six to seven hours on average will consume an additional 200 calories per day. And this will increase one's risk for becoming overweight and obese. And if you have trouble sleeping, you might want to ask your doctor about a sleep study, especially if you snore at night or you wake up with headaches or extremely tired in the morning. So focus on your sleep. It's very important. It helps the body to rejuvenate itself and helps it repair the immune system and helps uh, eliminate uh, toxins. Number 12 is increase exercise. The goal is to really get 150 minutes per week of moderate exercise. Uh, try to do at least 30 minutes per day, five days per week. Consider using technology to help you exercise. And by that, I mean using maybe a Fitbit watch, an Apple watch, uh, using apps like MyFitnessPal. All these can help to uh, improve your overall vascular health and prevent your risk for heart attacks, strokes, and um, diabetes. Uh, routine exercise and moderate physical activity uh, can also come in the form of, of hikes and walks and exercise bikes. Uh, the studies have shown that this can help uh, reduce uh, risk for um, depression. So basically it in increases your likelihood of being happy and overall improves uh, overall senses, um, overall health, heart health, brain health, helps prevent dementia. And so, so many uh, benefits to, um, to routine exercise. The 13th pillar of health is kind of an interesting one, and that is to forgive, right? Forgive those who have wronged you, right? Reconcile, move on. Uh, those who hold on to anger and hatred actually increase their risk of heart attacks, stroke, infections due to the immunity and immune system being weakened. Those who have a lot of animosity towards others have increased uh, neck pain and back pain. Uh, unhappiness and ultimately premature death so again if you know you have people in your life and we all do who have done us wrong at one point in the other or one point in the past we really just need to let them go uh, you know let the uh, transgression go forgive them and you're not obviously you're not forgiving them in a sense of saying hey you did me wrong that's okay but you're really forgiving them for your sake for your own health sake you need to move on uh, and, you know, and if these people are still in your life, maybe you just need to get them out of your life, but you really just need to move on and, and forgive those. And hopefully you can reconcile. That's even better, but, uh, you're going to want to forgive. So, and basically that kind of covers my top 13, um, pillars of health. This is on a handout that I usually give to my patients. So hopefully you found this helpful and useful and, Again, don't forget to leave a review for us on uh, our podcast on iTunes and uh, share this podcast with friends and family if you have found it useful. Thank you and have a blessed day. Disclaimer, this podcast is not intended to provide a diagnosis, treatment or medical advice. Opinions by Dr. Madrid are for informational purposes only. Please consult with your physician regarding your situation as each individual situation will vary.